Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. We're going to talk about Snapchat here in a moment. Have you, like, I thought it was like a gag at first. Do you really want Chris Holtman fired? Uh... I kind of do. I guess I, we can't have him on the show anymore. No, I know it's tough. Well, why? Why? He's a big boy. He's getting his paid. job. He's getting paid. Well, I don't want his job. I don't think I could do a better job than Chris Holt. Yes. Um, I don't understand. I heard a lot of people uh, over the last few days have said, uh, Ohio State's not a, a basketball power. So why do you expect them to be really, really good? And I said, because I've seen... Every coach in my lifetime has had great runs, except mm. Chris Holtman. Now, I know mm. the COVID years, it's you got to put an asterisk and whatever. But Randy Ayers, I mean, it was not, a, was not a great coach at Ohio State. He did take them to an Elite Eight, the Jim Jackson teams. Uh, then it was Jim O'Brien, Scooney Penn, Final Four. Then it was Thad Mata. And we know how successful. Now, he took it to the next level. And then, yes, uh, the program was really bad at the end under Thad. They had to make a change. I, I did not dispute that. And I was excited about Holtman. Remember, they were looking at uh, uh, McDermott. McDermott at Creighton. Yeah. He was hired. And then they got Holtman. And so that was bizarre. And I really thought Holtman was going to be good. But in the era of the transfer portal, this is not – like this big recruiting class they have coming in, I don't think it's going to save – the program and they're starting from scratch next year again. So who are you? Who are you as a program? What's the identity of a program? I do think, I do think you have to look and see whether or not there are other guys that could do better with this program. I'm not expecting them to be Villanova. I'm not expecting them to be even Syracuse. Honestly, how much is Tony Bennett getting paid? Cause you, it's yeah, I just you up. have to be able to – you can spend so much more than a lot of these places, he's actually, he's actually got one of the lowest base salaries of a major program. He's making like 500000 Now he's not getting paid 500000 I'm not naive. Um, but you could easily – you could easily uh, do a better job in terms of uh, boosting that salary. But, you know, does he want to leave? I don't know. Seems pretty happy. Well, th- this is the problem there is that – I don't. I know there's like Ralph Sampson, 
and there's been history of good Virginia basketball, mm-hmm. but I don't know. When I think of ACC powerhouses as a kid, I don't think of Virginia. No, they were an afterthought yeah, in for our many generation. years. No, they do care. They do care they about do basketball. They do care. But you're they not, do. you know, at Virginia, you're not going to get five-star recruits up and down. You're not going to have Hard the school better. to get into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and they take, that, they take that obviously very seriously. Yeah. But, you know, I look at it this way. I look at what Bruce Pearl has done at Auburn. Now, he's been there longer than you think. But that program was in tatters, okay? And what Musselman has done, we are talking two schools embedded in the Deep South SEC football area. And not only are they winning, it's not just about winning. Mm -hmm. He has changed the enthusiasm behind those programs down there. He's ignited a fan base to where in Auburn – they're doing a, a Coach K, what do they call it? Shashevsky, uh, the tents outside. Oh, they like a Pearlville. Yeah. They're doing that yeah. at Auburn. Yeah. So even when, I got to say, even those last four years at Ohio State, Dad Mata, there, there wasn't that type well, of I mean, you're, you're fandom. Yeah, and it, certainly under Holtman, there's been none of that. Nobody, nobody is camping out for a big game. Well, Look at a coach, too, like Rick Barnes, who went from one major football school to another major football. You could laugh all you want to about Tennessee. They they care. of They love football, and they're obsessed with it, clearly. Yeah. And it's a football school. But you have a place like Auburn, obsessed with football, winning in basketball now. You have a place like Tennessee, obsessed with football, winning in basketball now with Rick Barnes. You, you bring up Ohio State. Like, football schools, they still like winning so you can go and make yeah. a difference there. These are revenue and, and, sports, by the and way. Yes, and people will get yes, and people will get passionate about it. There's a downside to that, though. Football schools, they're used to winning. That's a such a pressure cooker. Brian Harson, his seat couldn't be like I think he's probably going to get three weeks in, and I don't know what their schedule looks like, and I think they're going to probably yeah. lose to one of those out of conference schools, and that guy's going to get canned. Right? They're looking for every yeah. reason to do it. Tennessee. The second you sign, they want you fired, basically. Ohio State is a pressure job, certainly a pressure job. So they're big football schools, but at the same time, like Bruce Pearl, now you've woken up the Giant. Now they're paying attention. Like before, they're not really paying attention. They don't care. Like Shaka Smart went to Texas, mm-hmm. and this was after Rick Barnes. I thought and people was a great were, hire. Yeah, and it was a great hire, and then people were going, where the hell? Is, and he had to get the hell out of there. He went to Marquette, yep. and he picked a great school to go to, and we'll see what he does. But, like, there is a different level of heat, and I think it might be weird. Like, if you go to – if you end up being the head coach of North Carolina, Indiana, UCLA, there is an expectation there. You know what you're getting into. You get one of these big mm-hmm. jobs at a football school, and you get a 20-win season, and then all of a sudden you turn in a 16-win season, and people are going – what the hell is your problem? It's like, oh, you you woke up the village. I don't. That's my interpretation yeah. of it. You could please tell me I'm wrong. It's like you woke up the people who are going to be upset about this, and now all of a sudden they're going to start coming after you. And sometimes I wonder if they might take their frustration out on the football program, <laughs> out on you, if you start to lose in basketball. I'm just wondering. Yeah, I'm just I, you wondering. know, look, Holtman hasn't cratered the program. They haven't bottomed out. Um, he, it's 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 doing better than the last two to three years of Mata. But I, I I always feel like you've uh, you've just gotta explore options. You've gotta figure out is is Chris Holtman gonna do wonders with this program over the next five years? Like right now, I have serious doubts about that, and that includes a class right now that's ranked like sixth in the country. I still told you there's you still gotta you gotta mix in from time to time a total stud. Ohio State has always been able to get a really good player 
at least every every three years, right? Haven't they? Which is surprising. In our lifetime, yeah, haven't they surprising. always? They've always had somebody pretty good. I mean. Now, by the way, the, the kid from St. V's. D'Angelo Russell Branham, was a surprise. Branham really, really came on second half of the year. Yeah. He's exciting, but people think he might leave. And then that's it. And that's like, what did you get? You're not even going to have a chance to develop him then, if that's the case. And the other guys just haven't developed. I mean, I, I loved, loved Kyle Young um, out of Jackson, but he didn't get better. He didn't get better. He's been there five years. He didn't get better. Yeah. You got you, you, know, you got to see some development. That is what you see, by the way, at uh, John Fanta talked about Villanova. I mean, now that's one of the best coaches in college basketball. I'm, I'm not asking to have one of the best coaches in college basketball. It'd be nice, but... Look well, wait, at you got how the money. You guys, can have one of the best coaches in college basketball. Look at Gillespie, how he has developed. Look at all those guys. Look at the weight program. The, all those guys have tree trunks for legs. They're all playing in the post. No matter what size you are, you're expected to be able at some point to take advantage of a mismatch. They're not doing that at Ohio State. They just aren't. Anybody care about the first 10 minutes of this podcast? Five minutes. I do. Okay. I'm interested. I, I think there's empathy with Ohio State basketball, and it doesn't have to be that way. I get it. They're never going to be the football. Your passion, though, made me care more about Ohio State basketball, and I, I meant that when I said this, this this morning. Like I was like, I watch Akron, and I watch I watch a little bit of Ohio State. I watch more Ohio State because you're so hot and bothered. Because <laughs> you're Ohio waiting State. for them to prove me wrong. Yeah, because I'm like yeah. I'm like oh Holtman, because you said you wanted Holt, like you were starting to be pissed off about Holtman. Has he been there six years now? Somehow. Uh, I think this was, was this year six already? Five Someone, or six. Because I said something like, why do you want him already? And somebody tweeted me like, he's in year six already. I'm like, what? No. How many years has he been there? Five? Um, It's either, yeah, it's either five or six. Yeah. But, I, and I, I know COVID, the COVID years, but other teams dealt with the COVID years. You're Ohio and, State. Yeah. I don't want to hear COVID. I know. Sorry. It, 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 honestly, if you were Matt Painter in Purdue where mm-hmm. – it's it's different. The funds are are different, and they've come out of COVID stronger, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't I can't listen to that. Sorry, mm-hmm. you're Ohio State. But it's interesting. A lot of teams see maybe we're immune to it uh, because the Browns actually did better that first year. Yeah. Um, and actually used what happened with COVID as kind of a testament to the team, and they said it actually balanced them out. Uh, they didn't get too high on, on some of those wins and all that because of COVID. Couldn't they go focused. out partying after losses? That's uh, true. Yeah. Mm. yeah, might have been an issue this year. Mm. So so because of that, maybe in Cleveland we don't realize a lot of other teams in both college and professional, they blame COVID for their woes. Became a, a, a scapegoat, without a doubt. Well, I could see why it could become yeah. a scapegoat, and I could see why there could be a problem. Um, you know, a place like Ohio State, I don't know. That that could throw you off a little bit. So, like, okay, with LeBron, it was a benefit to LeBron. LeBron LeBron's chasing chasing a legacy. Uh, he's obsessed. He's not it, like his, his his everything is about basketball. He might have benefited from COVID more than anybody in the country. Tom, it, it, yeah. It, <laughs> by the way, it it tended to if you saw LeBron, Tom Brady, tends to go the way of legends when things are rough. Tends people, to go away the best with of some, all time. Uh, institutional knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like there's something different to that, so I I thought that that could benefit that. Like if it if it were to hurt Mac schools, if it were to hurt you know Pac to some Pac-12 schools, I could understand that. But I don't know Ohio State. I'm not gonna buy it for a second. I'm just not. Like you're you're just at a different level. You're a different program. That's it. By the way, I saw a uh, video I posted of myself from Facebook. Okay, it was March 30th, 2020, and I was swinging around my living room. I saw it, it was on my Facebook memories. 
I was like circling into my living room, singing the Dawson's Creek theme to myself. <laughs> and I'm like, like I know everybody's the, like, I don't want to wait for our lives to be yeah. over. Is that the I one? I don't want to wait. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I, I got to tell you, I was not in the best place there because I was nervous. Everything was new. Everything was bad. Oh, yeah. And I was very and nervous. It was worse that time. news every day. Yeah, I don't want to sit day. there and reminisce, reminisce over bad things mm-hmm. all the time, but like you think about just how weird that. That was the third month of the year, getting rid of the third month of the year. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a vaccine for another eight months. Right. right. So it was, whew, what a rough time to be alive at that time. And everybody's like, well, you know, you got another COVID wave. And it's like, okay, fine. But we kind of know how to deal with it now. Yeah. Yeah. We absolutely, so, we have, we have knowledge now. We, we've learned things finally. Might have taken a long yeah, time. But I got to take a test next week and I'm worried. Why? Because. Oh, when that, I got yeah, it, you're leaving the country. When I got it, I don't know. Well, it's my it's my body. My I can say whatever I want. Almost said. <laughs> Go ahead. Say no, it. No, say no, it. no, 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 no. I mean, no, we no, all no. heard the. I can say it. So when I originally got it, I like did not test out. They brought the CDC thing down, and they're like, "Do you have symptoms?" And I said, "No." I I talked to I talked to a doctor. Within the company, I talked to my personal doctor. Both said the same thing. They're like, you have no symptoms. I go, I have zero symptoms. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we can't tell you which one you have, but we. it sounds like it's this, you know, the Omicron. And I says, okay. And I, I tested positive yeah. until the point where there was no need to test. It had been five days. It had been ten days. That was it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And per guidelines, yeah. what they, they're basically telling you is you can you can go back to work. You yes. can do this. You yes. can do that. Per their yeah. guidelines, that's it. So I'm like, I got to take a test next mm-hmm. Wednesday. And I heard, like, when I, when I got it, my doctor's like, you can test positive for a while after this. I'm like, am I going to test positive and not be able to go? Oh, God. No, that would be bad. Are you saying from the last positive test you'll be testing? You're a long hauler in terms of testing. That's what I'm wondering because they're like, you could test Dude, positive was, for a long time. And I'm going, That Man. was the week before Christmas. Well, long haul Kenny. That's what they call him. He does love long hauling. The longest of hauling. Or yeah, what you hauling? What's that from? That's various radio bits over the years oh, okay. that have been infused Every in my mind. Every overnight show ever. Right, yeah. It really is. I like that conversation we had about Ohio State. That's a good conversation. Well done by you. I just, you know, it's sad. We're there's brought just, to you by Extend Technology. There's just, in general, we talked about it with Fanta, and I know we'll move on, but I'm sad about college basketball. Fanta's a good bleed. Because college football is just not going to suffer the way that college basketball does because no. college football is in the fall. <laughs> I mean, same as the NFL. Every Saturday, you still will always, no matter who plays for Ohio State, no matter who plays for Michigan, no matter who plays for Notre Dame, these are recognizable, institutional. In basketball, you do kind of need the players. Yeah. You need to know the players, and we'll never know the college basketball players again, especially when a bunch of them, Kenny, are going right right to the G League, right to the NBA, um, right to right to other other countries. Well, I think money the, at them. But the, before, the, the kids that went straight to from high school to the NBA helped college because now you didn't have to worry about learning them for a year. Right, right. They were gone. And that gave Cherokee Parks four years to figure it out and become yeah. you know, a household name. Yeah, I just don't think that matters with college football or even the NFL. Right, Would no, that's very much. To, honestly, but guys, think about this, though. If, they, if there was a strike in the NFL and they said two years – Two years. We are striking for two years, and you had replacement players. Okay, the ratings would dip. Don't, don't People will tell you they wouldn't dip. Yes, they would dip. 
it'd still be the biggest thing going by far. By it far. It would be. But I'll tell you what, now that you have a quarterback, you'd be pretty pissed yes, off. Yes, you would. You'd yeah. be very angry. Uh, but l- let me give you the college basketball light thing. Who's the Heisman Trophy winner this year? Well, it's probably an Alabama player. It was. No, Georgia. Oh, Alabama. Yeah. Bryce Young. Oh, my God. I would not have named that. And I watched zero college football. <laughs> How long did it take us to do that? Who was the, who was the, uh, who was the Heisman Trophy winner last year? That was Devontae Smith. Smith, yeah. yeah. And that, I mean, the first one was difficult. Now you were yeah. thinking Heisman trophies, so you could get it the second time. Now, I will say, I got that because he said it was probably an Alabama player, and I knew one Alabama player. This, <laughs> this year. is what I would do. This is what I would do if I was still doing the CBS show. The Heisman trophy is, I'll tease it going, the Heisman trophy is the reason why you're not paying attention to college basketball. And I go, name the last Heisman trophy winner. And since since I'm actually big in Birmingham, uh-huh. you wouldn't believe that pony will tell you. Yeah, uh, I would probably backfire, but it took you a while to remember that you need stars in college basketball. It's exactly what you said. But you don't in need college it football. In, in college football. Yeah. College football. Alabama's going to be there. I know Oklahoma's joining the SEC. And oh, da, 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 da. Yeah, Oklahoma's going to be there. Ohio State. USC will get their bleep together. Notre Dame. You, all the usual suspects are there. Massive fan bases. They're wearing helmets. You just expect them to get the best. And so the Heisman Trophy, people do not pay attention nearly as much to the Heisman Trophy as they used to. Not nearly as much. Bill Simmons talks about that. So why is people that? Don't, because guys don't. They're, they're stars for a year. That that's He's a redshirt sophomore. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, no That's kidding. it. That's it. Andy Katzenmoyer played as a freshman yeah, did. and yeah. got special. I, I'll never forget. They should, and it was Brett Musburger. Here's a freshman. It's Andy Katzenmoyer, and we know that number he's wearing. He's been given permission by Archie Griffin mm-hmm. to wear 45. That's what type of deal they think this young man's going to be. Like, it was that thing. I remember. And it, that it, was a big-ass deal. Uh, you remember, I was a um, huge Ohio State fan at the time, so that was a big damn deal. God, I remember A.J. Hawk on special teams his freshman year, and I remember looking at yep. my buddy Gary Serino, and I go, Gary, I go, watch that guy tackle. Like, I was excited. Like, he's going to be huge for Ohio State. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, I get a lot wrong, too, but I'm like, watch that guy tackle. Watch that guy hit. Look at him. He is going to be a player. Now, are you crazy having – Having that guy on special teams, I mean, now Alabama still kind of does that. Yeah, but a Vinny lot, Sanceri. But a lot of teams, a lot of teams, it's like, it's, it's, you're playing instantly, yeah. instantly. You, there's no reason why the best, by, by your, your best pass rushers immediately are going right to the front, right to the front of the line, your linebackers, right yep. to the front of the line. Yep. And it, it is definitely changing the way, changing the way that we watch and all these sports. There's, there's very little. We're not paying as much attention to the player. We're still paying attention to the program. We do it. We do. We still do it with the quarterbacks. We still do it with the quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett had a nice year yeah. with the Pitt Panthers, and now we're going to see um, Kate Keaton Slovis go well, with you Pitt. Also, we'll see if he keeps them going. Here's why you have to. There's actually been a stark change in college football that the best teams didn't always get the best quarterbacks. That's true. And now it's like even more unfair. The best teams with all the resources are now getting the best pro ready quarterbacks because they're running pro systems. And now you have to follow who Ohio state, who Oklahoma, who USC, 
Even Notre Dame's going to start. You know, at some point, Notre Dame's going to get better quarterback play. Yeah. Uh, all these schools, uh, LSU, they're all getting great. Alabama, great quarterbacks. You have to pay attention to them because they're going to be the guys that are going to get drafted in the top ten. It's, it, but I, I don't think it's the stardom the way we thought it would be. Now, maybe you know, I, I'm, and I haven't checked Twitter in the last five minutes. Maybe that'll change with NIL. You know, if you if you get one of these guys, we had our first holdout by the way. NIL. Oh yeah, I saw that. We didn't talk he, about he that. transferred. We I sent it to. I sent it to the group. Oh, he's already he, gone. He got the hell out of there. They had a holdout, and they said bleep this. So he was holding out from Florida State. Yes. Where's he going? Thank you. I forget. I don't know where he's going, yeah, but he was transferring. That. See if you can look that up. Probably Owen. Jackson State with oh, Dion. Oh, I'm gonna. Lo- you're gonna get more and more of these, and people. It's gonna be a bunch of middle-aged guys going. Oh, I'm done. I'm done with this sport. Did the kids have too much power. Did you see what they're already projecting for Arch Miller? No. Ten uh, million a year nil. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Manning. Arch. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I say Miller. Yeah. yeah. Arch Manning. Sorry, I was thinking college, college basketball. basketball. How I much? apologize. Ten million dollars a year because the, the, he's worth they're it. thinking he's they're worth thinking it. you're not just buying Arch Manning, you're buying yeah the you're buying his uncles too absolutely. And so no where's he going to go? Cooper, where's he going to go? But I don't know, I don't know. It's and cool. he's not he converse, obviously the big conversation is Tennessee, Ole Miss. I bet you he's not going to go with the highest money. I mean he's going to get paid. I bet you he doesn't go. He doesn't need it because a he doesn't need it. B he needs to go somewhere where he's going to get the best development. And I know people people assume that oh you get good quarterback coaches anywhere. No. 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 They they they're they're not stupid. They do pay attention. These especially obviously. Everybody hates Lincoln age. Riley right now, but Lincoln Riley, I mean USC, fish in a barrel. I mean, they they you do want to go where you're gonna make sure to set yourself up. These guys don't just we just assume they think they can go anywhere and win and they'll be fine, then they'll be the number one draft pick. You want to get better so you can oh. make more money. The better you turn yeah. out to be as a football player, the more money you make. Well, there's a couple of them, and I think that you know this has to be looked at as well. Is that there's there's guys who always fall through the through the cracks. I mean, Quinn Ewers is already be, yeah. being called the next Tate Martell, even though that they're not even in the same ballpark there. And the only reason they're doing it is because there's a couple of fans who are upset that he decided to go back sure. to Texas. And that, hey, you know what? That's his journey. He's allowed to do that. That's fine. It's not like anybody's crying over C.J. Stroud What either. a great so – you, you want to talk about uh, for years, for years, people would say that the programs are using these players, right, and making a lot of money for once. You had a player use the university. Yep. And, oh, boy, did he use them, and it, it worked. I still think I'm not as reactionary to it as other people. Like Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin, people killed him for it, and I thought he actually made a good point about the salary cap. And people go, oh, he's bitching because he's at Ole Miss. Yes, he is bitching because he's at Ole Miss. But he also brings up a hell of a point. If you get some sort of a salary cap, an agreement, then you could put back in rules. So you have rules that people have to play by. And then if you you, use – because you could always say, well, how can you hold a salary cap to somebody who's involved? Well, we also know that the schools, they have departments of NIL as well now. So if you held some sort of salary cap, now I'm not sure how this would work. Then you could keep everybody on the straight and narrow. I think that's a little bit too much right now. I'd like to see where this is in five years. Maybe it just goes crazy and I'm wrong. I still think there's a market correction. I think there's a lot. Businessmen are businessmen. And so, like, they're going to go, why do I pay this kid to come here? You can come here, and if you become the starter, we'll give you this. But C.J. Stroud is the starter. I'm giving C.J. Stroud's the guy who's on the who's in the college football playoffs. 
He's going to represent mm-hmm. my car dealership and my distributor and all that stuff. Yeah, I think to some extent. Well, not beer distributorship. I, I, think, you're, I think you're 100% right. I think to some extent there already has been a bit of a market correction. I think you're seeing the deals. Once all the businessmen and the boosters kind of saw what the deals were, yeah. they realized, all right, for, for Manning, for that kid, the, the nephew, Yes. Who's who's his dad? It's Cooper. Cooper. Uh, Cooper's the okay. Dad. That'd be funny if Cooper. That would be hilarious if Cooper's kid ends up being the the best Manning of all of them. Would be hilarious. Like jokes he, on boy, you. He, no, right? He's like, isn't he Duncan in in high school? Yeah. Basketball? Is he really? He's throwing down on people. Is he a junior this year? I think he's. A, I don't know. Or is he I know Peyton Manning. They're Eli saying Manning he's going to be dunking on nobody. Yeah, Look at the bellies. Yeah, they're saying they're saying he's going to be great. But um, yeah, the the, yeah. the the point I'm making is they've seen kind of what the deals are, and now all of them. All of them are kind of standardized for random offensive linemen. They're all, yeah. And there's not as much. There's there's as much money going around, but there's not as much money going around. Mm-hmm. I think people thought that every guy in the football team was going to get this and that and this and that. And it's like no, now the quarterback, the running back, the wide receiver, the pass rusher. It's it's just kind of like we see in the NFL. There's a there's a order of operations here. That player was Jarvis Brownlee. He has not picked a new school yet he's in the transfer portal he hasn't picked a new school we're brought to you by extend technologies xtendav.com that's going to happen more and more guys aren't going to like what they're getting they're going to hold out out in college football unbelievable in the nfl and in the nba they would decision makers would hold those uh high school and and college transfers they would hold them hold it against those players now why why does this kid go to three high schools in three years uh that doesn't sound like a winner now you have to throw that out the window. Right. You have to throw all of it out the window. I mean, it's kind of a bummer for me in high school basketball. Kenny, you know as well as I do that I would go down and hang out down in Columbus at the varsity club all weekend with all those basketball coaches. And we knew about who the best players were in the state of Ohio yeah. from basically their freshman year. And then we'd watch them develop. Yep. And then maybe they'd yep. make it to the state tournament. Normally the better players did down to the final four. And now – they go to three different schools, and then they'll go to a, a prep school yep. in, in, in Nevada or Virginia or California and or I, Florida, and IMG Academy. I've, I've said that to you. It kind of sucks. It kills, it's so, killed high school basketball exactly. for me. People get so pissed, but I go, don't get pissed at me. Think just. I want you to think about it with an open mind. I know everybody. I'm the biggest Buckeye fan. No, I'm the biggest Buckeye fan. By the way, Buckeye Nick tweeting his ass off for oh, the really? live show. We thank you very wow. much. Also, look at Tron Madden's tweet to us. That's pretty damn quick he put that together. Oh. <laughs> He's got a my body, never mind. <laughs> I'm not liking that. I don't need that crap in my mentions today. Anyway, for high school football, I've, I've said this a, bi- a billion times. Lima doesn't even need to listen. When Ohio State won the national championship in 2022, Dustin, Kenny Peterson, Jamar Martin, Mike Doss, Donnie Nicky, Five or off the top of my head, five guys. Stark County, Stark County, right there. I'm from Stark County. I'm watching that game. Those are my guys, right? Now, high school football. No offense. I know Dustin's Dustin's nephew could have went anywhere he wanted to. Dustin played Glen Oak whole time through. Okay, his brother played whole time through. You know, guys go different places. I mean, you look at Maslin. Maslin's able to get different guys from different parts of the state. They do that. And, hey, that's fine. My school gets wrestlers from different parts of the state. I don't care. That's our deal. Sorry, it's true. So, And people down there ain't going to like hearing it, but it's true. Now you have all this movement 
and I do think it, it affects you are an Ohio State fan. No one's saying you're less of an Ohio State fan. I'm not saying that. But you know there's a difference in your fandom because it used to be a kid in your in your town was at Ohio State. Now that's become rare and more rare and more rare and more rare because either the kid is – he started out his sophomore year at your high school, then he goes to a private school, then he goes to a prep school, then he goes to Ohio State. Like that's different. It's such a different feel than what it used to be for Ohio State and Alabama and everybody else. Now they come from the prep schools, like IMG Academies and the whatnot. So I think that that's made it different. And it's made it more like pro football. Because, frankly, like, again, the, like we brought up Deshaun Watson, right? And there's plenty of people going, you know what? I don't give a damn. That's his business. He's And I said, you know what? I respect that. If you don't give a damn, if you don't care, that's your deal. You understand that this is an entertainment business and you don't care. That's fine. It's your choice to be upset about it or not to be upset about it. Just like it's somebody else's choice to give away their season tickets. All right, I'm not going to rip that person. They're that upset with it. Mm -hmm. But if you made the choice where this is just entertainment and I don't give a bleep about any of that stuff, then fine, I'm I'm a Browns fan and that's the way it's going to go. Or with anybody, whether it be any other player, Kareem Hunt, anything. It's become more like that. Where I'm rooting for colors. I'm rooting for jerseys. I'm rooting for me being able to puff my chest out saying we are winners. I'm able to do that less than it is, hey, that kid went to my high school. Mm. That kid went to Chardon. That kid went to Mayfield Heights, this, that, and the other. You don't, have, you, you don't do that as I much know. in college football. And so that's I, maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe that's not a bad thing. I think it might be because I think when we don't know people, we tend to say terrible things about them all the and time. terrible things to them. I know you and I say terrible things about you all the time. Yes. So I think it's difficult for them to do that. All right, we got to get the Snapchat here because this is provocative. Owen brought this up a little bit yesterday, Uh-oh. and it was like, tell me more. And Owen's like, eh, I can't tell you right now. So he said podcast. I went, bingo. I don't know how Snapchat got brought up yesterday. Yeah, I don't but, remember what it started. But, but it did. Oh! It, go ahead. D- DMs, Instagram, oh, Deshaun. Yeah. That's what so Snapchat is a very prevalent um, teenage thing right now? I didn't know it was even still around. Oh, yeah. I made a Snapchat a long time That's ago. That's the big and I was one. Like, yeah, that's that's the big one right now for for my teenage daughters. Yeah, Instagram tried to copy Snapchat and yeah. it's one of the only things they failed at. Really? And and they Instagram a lot too. They don't Twitter's an old man thing for oh them. Oh god, that's hilarious. They made face they both have Facebook accounts and I think they're ironic Facebook accounts and mm-hmm. now like grandma tags them in photos and stuff. It's it's weird. But that's interesting. That's the Snapchat thing. So we had a situation in the house. Uh, there is the oldest one. She's 15, had a boyfriend. Uh, they're no longer, they, they broke up, whatever. My wife calls me Tuesday. I'm getting ready to go work monsters. And my wife calls and she goes, Hey, before you leave, I got to tell you this. She's got detention on Friday because of a Snapchat that she sent to a group of friends that apparently got back to the new girl. Oh no. And she used a a nickname that they all have for her that includes what you might consider a derogatory term for her. Okay. And uh, it's a rhyme on her name, so I won't say it. But Mulva. <laughs> that's what it was. No, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I would have told you to dump. Go ahead. Uh, so it's the tractor story. <laughs> uh, so... Anyway, we get a call from uh, 
the truancy officer there at school and tells us, hey, we've got some, uh, this is the issue, going to be a detention served after school. And of course, you have to do the, if you get in trouble at school, you get in trouble at home thing, right? right? So I wasn't going to, uh, taking the phone was just a automatic, yeah. right? That's like a, that's not the punishment. And grounding's not really the punishment either. She doesn't do anything. She stays at home, so. Sitting on ass in your room ain't a right. punishment. That ain't a punishment, right? Not at that age. Oh, no. So, uh, and I told her, we, we talked yesterday about it. And I said, taking the phone is not the punishment. And I think that's what she thought was going to be the punishment. Um, the punishment that I came up with is she will run a mile every day and I will keep track of the time. And there is a certain time that I have allotted in my head. <laughs> okay. Todd Marinovich? Oh. What is this? That's the what punishment, right? Yeah, because It's there's a nothing positive most kids, punishment. There's nothing most kids hate more than, than, running. The, than the mile. And I mean, she's, honestly, she's, after, she's the one that plays club, club level soccer. Oh, and, okay. okay. Like this is a, wow. this is what it's going to be. It's not going to be stay in your room forever. It's not going to be clean the house. These are all things that I expect any, anyway, right? <laughs> so why is that a punishment? And this is something that... What about wash your car? But she's not going to be good enough at it? I have a... I get a daily car wash at the Goo Goo Wash. In yeah. Oh, there you go. Wow. Unpaid testimonial. Yeah. Okay, so I, I guess my first question overall... So taking the phone away is the go-to, right? That's the punishment that yeah, hits the hardest. Yeah, I think that's what most people do. Okay, but you can't do it very long. I mean, they need their phones. Well, and I think she knew. Yeah, so that's the one thing I have not. Normally, I get a text during we the day. We don't have pay phones at the school anymore, right? You, you kind of need the phone. Like, so yesterday was a non-weight day. She has weight days after school for certain things, an off-season soccer program. And I knew yesterday was not a weight day. And normally, we never discuss beforehand because sometimes she stays and does like a study hall afterwards or whatever she was unable to text me and go hey can you swing by and pick me up and some days i'll go no the weather's nice walk home which yesterday was a nice weather day so it was walk home day anyway but that's cool today is gonna be rainy probably you make walk uh, over the rain oh yeah okay i want to ask uh, another question though if you take the phone away but then you reinstitute the phone at some point uh what about the deleting of apps how, what kind of well, I already, control, what kind of oversight can you I have? I can already that? control that as far as, like, she has to ask permission for what apps she can download. Now, once they're downloaded, all I can do is say, you get a minute a day on these. Like, that's, you can cut it down to one minute a day. But, I mean, kids are smart. And, and I talked to her yesterday about it. She goes... Like I go, I go. I know it's killing you because the phone set in my room, and all day I just heard it go ding, <laughs> ding, ding. Right, so I'm like, I go, it's killing. I know it's killing you that you're not on Instagram right now. And I said, I'm not stupid. I know you went to Instagram.com today yeah. at some point. You have a Chromebook that the school issues you. I know you've done that, so don't. Let's just not lie to each other and go. And me say you can't go there. I'm not saying you can't go there because you're gonna. But you're trying to make it more inconvenient, at right. least. But right. there is a I like this. it's a personal accountability thing. It's a uh a life lesson, hopefully. And my wife's like, You're making her run? And I go, Yes, because she did something really my main part of I didn't yell, didn't any of that stuff. My main part of the lecture was you were really stupid to send this to people who are in you your so called friend group. Yeah. That 
you don't know if you can trust them. And turns out you couldn't trust them because that person in her friend group sent it you to. So in a way, you can't trust high school girls. Well, man. that there's there's pro- I go there's one or two girls you can trust. They would not have they would have yeah. not afforded it to the person. I don't think so. In a way, you can't trust. No, you can't trust high school boys. You can't trust high school. You can't trust any. I think you have your. I I went. I stopped short of the. Uh, you know, we all have that friend that, like, mm. if they call and go, "Hey, I, uh, I, I messed up really bad. I need you to come get me out of this." Like, you, all right, I got you, right? But so everybody has, like, Ken has a thousand friends, right? You have your circle, though. Yeah, but I guess you an adult, have your. But you know what? Um, I think what are, are you alluding to the fact that she, you don't need to yell because that awakening that she had, that realization, oh, yeah. and her blunder was punishment enough in some ways. So there was a couple po- points on it, and I told my wife. Um, I said one of them is, A, it's like, it's the, hey, don't be stupid, right? If you're going to do this stuff, like we're all going to do stupid things in our life. Don't be so stupid that you let other people get you. Like, essentially, she did something stupid, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't have gotten in trouble for the stupid thing if she didn't entrust it to other people, right? So compounding the problem. Right. Yeah. And then B was... It's a good lesson, though, we are We are trying to... It's a small community, right? I've worked pretty hard in the community to make our family's name a positive. We're not wow. from there. You know, John Gacy was a member um, of the Jason. Yeah, he was. Well, people forget true. about that. Uh, but, uh, and we all dress up like clowns and we go around town and we, you know. Ah, you do, do you? But no, we, uh, so I said, you're putting the family's name in a bad light Ooh, with like a person that. that is, she's the oldest of six. We're going to have, well, there's, there's two of them there in high school now, but Maybe there's four more that are not even there yet. You are giving me that ideas. are going to be coming through this building and everything you do sets up how people think of them. So, yeah, you screwed up, and so now when three-quarters of a mile in, when you're going, this sucks so bad. You know, yeah, think about it. I gotta think say, about this, your stupidity. This sound, now, I don't, I don't know how you're dressing this up. It's not or like his daughter looks like me. How you're, she can run a mile. How you're, how you're, how you could be uh, completely. She's an athlete. Yeah. You, you could be, in some ways, uh, let's put it this way. Your situation sounds like a very functional family. This yeah, sounds we're pretty, pretty good to me. Yeah, we're it's it's okay. better than your your growing's up. Well, that's what I mean. There was <laughs> I, I'm saying that because I could spot dysfunction <laughs> from a mile away. Um, this this seems like you have a really really good thing going, and th- these are tough times, right? Fifteen. Yeah. You, how many friends do you have, Ken? I'll ask you. Yeah. What? How many friends do you have that were going down the right path, right up until about? 16 right until about 17 or 18 so you you're trying to keep this right for as long as possible to wear well it's out of your hands at some right. point at some point unfortunately and you said this ken you we've talked about this before as parents you do as much as you can to a certain point and then their friends take over their friends that's why i had so many people go anthony you need to stop hanging out with him and him i see that crew you're running around with yeah. don't I, think i haven't noticed but but that that's <laughs> what i mean is that the parenting can be great all up until they oh, choose their friends and their friends have influence and take over my, my this kid i should say uh, is that kind of scary i'm gonna go protect the innocent yes well he's not innocent he's been to prison there's a uh, a guy who used to live in my neighborhood. It's not who. It's not the Michelin Man story. This is not him. I oh. could listen to Michelin Man stories. But, well, all the, oh, day. by the way, some people tweet. There, I did get a couple tweets. Ken, were you on psychedelics? 
No. And by the way, I don't condone psychedelic drug use, by the way. Anyway, <sighs> just to put that out there. Sound like you glorify There was it. another kid who lived in the neighborhood who was in my grade. And the basically the parents all had a meeting like, they, this kid can't be hanging out with our sons. This kid can't be hanging out with our sons. Don't be doing it. And I'm like, man, he's not a bad guy. Da, 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 da. And it's like, no, nah, I broke into my dad's or broke into my parents' house. Got in my dad's filing cabinets, tried, took a bunch of money. Oh yeah. Just taking everything. So it's like, well, you know, you try to you you try to look for the good in people. Um, and there and then you find out the hard way that, yeah, there's they're not as good as you always think. But um boy, you give me some good ideas about punishment though, man. <laughs> well, I, it's just a... There's only so many times that you can do things a certain way. Like yeah. we, we already walked down. Like I said, this, she was the oldest and she was the first one when we were like, you are not old enough to be on Instagram. You are not old enough to be on Snapchat. There are dangerous things yeah. there. And then you go and you see 14 different accounts with her name and some variation of numbers. And you go, oh, it's just her. And she has a very common name, but it's just her. I know it. It pops up. <laughs> Every time that it goes, maybe you know this person. You know what? I do. They live in my upstairs. Oh, my God. I pay their phone bill. No wonder. <sighs> we had AIM. That was it. Yep. You had group. Oh, you, you went into chat rooms. Remember chat rooms? Oh, AIM took over, uh, took over my life. I did not have a computer. We were too poor. Uh, but I would go over a friend's house, and then Christmas it would be me time. just the, immediately over at the computer, immediately doing the dial-up. And then once you got in, it was me chatting away. This is like when I turned probably 17. Okay. And that was it. That was it. That didn't, My life was devoted to talking to, to, to people online. I didn't I'll have access to the internet until I joined the Air Force. So that, You're better off for it. Yeah. Trust me. I was 14. We had a computer. I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. I was 14 years old. We had a computer. I had a computer uh, in my room. And I would love to go into chat rooms and lie my ass off. <laughs> and I got into a chat room, and there was – I mean, you could go into AOL chat rooms, and there were some risque chat rooms in there, right? It was beautiful, wasn't and it? And I went in there, and like there was like – I don't – I was 14. I'm stupid. I'm still stupid, but I was really stupid then. And there was like, I'm so-and-so, and I'm 16, and I'm from... Uh, so you were catfishing before it was I'm, even a no, thing. I'm getting catfished. No. <laughs> I didn't know it. So there's this. there was this, and, and they they said that they were a 16-year-old girl. I'm 14 years old at the time. Ooh, I got a thing for older women. That's why my wife is a year older than me. And let's, let's message. Let's AIM. And then it was like... Back and forth, back and forth. Things are getting sexual. One thing leads to another. 45-year-old man sent me a pic. Sent me an ass-naked pic of a 45-year-old man. I immediately turned off the computer and went downstairs and held my head in my hand. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.